Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're in the food space with a really cool brand called Beyond the Equator. I love the name. Like, isn't that... I mean, like, you want to know what's beyond the equator when you hear that. I love it. And on the podcast today is our founder, Kevin Bratcher. Kevin, so great having you on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me. Dude, glad to be here. I'm so excited to... I was excited to meet you and hear like the origins of this name. I love it. Um, and your product, like Five Seed Butter. I, I, don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but man, I can't wait to unpack this. Um, so let's do this. Before we get to the company and the brand and whatnot... Dude, you've you've done a lot. You've you've um, achieved a lot already in your career. Talk about the path you took before starting the business. Sure. So I started. I was I was getting my MBA at Tulane University, and I was doing some kind of odd jobs while I was in school. And um, I got linked up with with a pair of brother in laws. Um, and after <laughs> a I pair of brother in laws, <laughs> exactly. <it>. Exactly. <laughs> They were uh, one was an alumnus of, uh, of Tulane, and and his brother in law was was over in Baton Rouge, uh, was on the farming side of the business. So uh, I met both of them um, while I was at Tulane, and and they basically had a proposal for me. We have a um, a business opportunity in South America. We have some farmland. We, we're growing commodity type crops, and uh, we think there's a bigger opportunity uh, to get into the superfood space to start growing some more niche or high value products. Uh, and they said, let's, let's have lunch and see if you want to kind of take the reins on, on starting something down there and, and um, you know, start growing something a little more high value and doing some exporting and that kind of thing. So wow, um, that's, that's kind of where it started. And so how did that go from, you know, interesting idea that sounds interesting to me to maybe I'll, I'll start a business around this. Well, uh, it started on, on like basically a, a, a six-month trip down to South America. So I went down there, uh, visited the farms and, and their partner growers and everything they had going on in South America and got to learn a little bit about the superfood industry and sure. growing the different seeds and the grains. We were growing chia seeds, quinoa, mung beans, um, and, and learning how to export and do that kind of thing. And, and from there... Um, I thought there was a pretty good opportunity to introduce some of these, um, some of these interesting healthy foods like chia seeds in particular into the U.S. market. It was kind of here, but it wasn't really popularized yet. Um, so that's when we decided to start um, the growing and exporting company, uh, which is called Supreme Specialty Foods, which is still um, our parent company today. And then uh, down the line, a few years, we decided to start uh, developing ingredients so flours and oils uh, protein powders out of these superfoods sure to make them a little more uh, accessible to mainstream products and to just go one step further we decided to make some of those mainstream products ourselves and that's that's when we launched Beyond the Equator in late 2017, early 2018. Yeah, you're a couple years in now. Um, pretty exciting. I love the packaging and the, the labeling and whatnot. So um, Beyond the Equator. So talk about the initial product was it the five seed butter, and for those wondering, what are the five seeds? It's chia flax, pumpkin, sunflower, and hemp. Um, was this the initial product, or what did it start off as? 
So the, the, actually the initial product was chia seeds uh, and we still sell them today and chia seed oil, which was our, that was our very first product. Um, it's, it's a very expensive, um, but a very healthy oil that you can use for kind of light frying or as a salad dressing. Um, but that wasn't really the market, um, that we wanted to get into. So we quickly evolved into the, the five seed butter, which is our kind of cornerstone product. Sure. And we brought in the other the other four superfoods. So we brought in hemp, flax, pumpkin, and sunflower to kind of round out not only the nutritional profile but the the taste. Um, sunflower is a is a taste that most people are accustomed to and, and right, enjoy. Right, and that that kind of drives the base of the product. While the other four seeds uh, bring in a lot of uh, complete proteins and other other healthy aspects. So, how did you figure out the initial mix? Right. So, you you said you were in South America six months learning about seeds and and product and whatnot. But how did you figure out what the you know the first thing was going to be? How it was going to taste and like the formula and whatnot? Sure, it, it was just a lot of R and D, really. Um, so we worked with some different manufacturers and uh, in the U S and we said, you know, here, we want to try this idea and they would come back and we'd, we'd look at formulas and we'd, we'd change this amount of, of hemp or flax or chia. And, um, it became quickly, it became aware pretty quickly that, uh, sunflower was going to be the taste we'd have to follow, uh, Got it. hemp and chia and flax, um, don't bring out the most, uh, the most delicious taste when it comes to a butter. So right. we decided pretty quickly that would be the main ingredient. And then it was just tailoring the rest of the seeds to the nutritional panel we wanted and the texture we wanted. Um, so mm. from there, that's kind of how we got uh, to the final product. Now, did is that something that you knew or did you have people, you know, on that you were working with that knew this space or this business so they could help accelerate getting a product made? Or what did that look like? Definitely. We leaned a lot on our um, kind of our partner manufacturers. They were okay. making a lot of the, um, they were making a lot of the ingredients that we were already selling on kind of the wholesale side. So a lot of flowers and oils. Um, and so we, we leaned on them to kind of help us formulate what, what makes the most sense. Got it. Now that makes sense. And then what about packaging? I mean, it's all, so for those that haven't been to beyond the equator.com, um, you'd see, it looks like peanut butter. Like it looks like peanut butter jars. So is that the initial idea? And, and how did you figure that part out? Exactly. Yeah. So we, we want to go after the peanut butter and almond butter market. Oh, good. Yep. We made a, we made a point, um, during the formulation to make sure the product is uh, free from the top eight allergens. So it's, it's safe for kids with peanut allergies or, or can't eat almond butter. Uh, say for schools that don't allow uh, butters made from peanuts or tree nuts. Um, and so to, to target that market, we have to, you know, package our product in the same way that the peanut butter and almond butter is Actually, packaged. yeah, it looks way more like almond butter packaging, you're right, versus like the exactly. large jumbo peanut butter, which is pretty smart. Exactly. So we, we started there and uh, we had uh, original label. And when we brought in the other SKUs, the crunchy and the chocolate and the, the unsweetened, uh, we had to rebrand to make sure they stand out on the shelf and make yep. sure that they're uh, easily differentiatable. Yeah. I like the colors on the labels and um, the packaging. And then you also have, it looks like what you have flour you sell, you have, uh, you've got a couple variations on the product. Talk about those as well. Sure. So the flowers, it's the new line of products that we're coming out with this year. Uh, we've launched the sunflower seed flower. Yep. Uh, we have, we have four others that'll be launching probably in the next six weeks or so. Um, so it's, it's the same seeds that we are using in our butter. We have a few variations, 
that are going to be coming out that I can't uh, necessarily speak on yet, but they're sure. coming soon. But the uh, the flour is something that we've been making for a while on the wholesale side, and and they are all gluten free flours. Um, and we found it to be a growing market with manufacturers and bakeries. So we thought, why not take this direct to consumer and and put these in one pound bags uh, for buyers as well? Yeah, very very cool. And then you have these smaller packets also that come like ready to go on a on like a countertop. What talk about those as well? Exactly. So that's the kind of the grab and go format. Exactly. Uh, a lot of our a lot of our buyers are you know outdoor enthusiasts. They, they go on hikes. Ah, you know, it's like a trail mix type product. Exactly. It. So it's it's the same butter, but it's it's portable. You can take it. Um, Anywhere you want to go, uh, it's a nice uh, protein boost while you're, you know, hiking or on a bike ride. Uh, the other beauty, uh, beautiful thing about it is it's safe to take on airplanes, uh, where peanuts are no longer acceptable. Uh, you can still take our products on airplanes for a snack or, or, or something to bring with you while you're traveling. Wow. Um, and so you're formulating product, you've worked with manufacturers. What did the rollout initially look like? Were you just going right direct to consumer? Were you trying to sell online other ways? Um, were you targeting specific consumers out of the gate? Like, what did that look like? So it was a little bit of everything. So when we, when we rolled out the first product, uh, we, we're, we're here in New Orleans. So we started with uh, local grocers and, and finding kind of very small local chains that were willing to give us some shelf space. Uh, and we put together 15 or 20 of those, and then we can, we could work with a local distributor. Um, and then from there it kind of grew. And then we, we started working with national distributors once we had enough stores, uh, pulling our product. And then online, we, we started our own website. We started selling on Amazon, um, and, and doing traditional digital marketing with social media, totally uh, with Google and, and any way we can get in front of the consumer. And what does that look like? Have you seen a, a, a pickup by using, you know, that uh, by marketing off certain channels or has it been word of mouth? Like what's been your biggest driver in terms of growth? Absolutely. So we've seen um, a lot of pickup online, especially during the pandemic. People are, are focusing more on um, avoiding places with a lot of shoppers like grocery stores. So they're looking <laughs> right. at buying stuff online. Right. Um, and, and we've worked with, Facebook and Instagram has been a little bit tougher for us. And that's a specific to our product because we use hemp seeds. Ah, got it. I didn't even think about that. uh, Has has lumped hemp seeds in with uh, illegal narcotics. So (laughs) a small problem. (laughs) Yeah. It it doesn't make much sense, but it has um, prevented us from advertising much on Facebook. So we've had to get a little more creative. Um, So we're focusing more on Google. We're focusing more on, um, you know, optimizing our website for search engines. Sure. Uh, we've used kind of more emerging platforms like TikTok. Uh, oh, to yeah. do okay. I've been hearing that more and more lately um, as a platform for getting the message out. Um, Absolutely. I, I mentioned earlier you were a founder, you're a co-founder, right? You have other founder or founders that you work with. What did that look yep. like partnering with others? Did you Were there areas that you were like strongest in versus um, your, your co-founder? What did that look like? I would say it's probably a pretty unique relationship. My main co-founder is is the farmer from Baton Rouge. Oh, okay, uh, got who, it. Who owns a lot of the land in South America, so he's he's focused more on the farming side and and really kind of the the product side. Um, and and I'm focused on the marketing and the branding and, and bringing the product to the consumers. So it's a nice complement complementary relationship, um, but it's a it's a little more unique um, probably than most. 
That's really, really fascinating. Um, okay, so you mentioned COVID, and th- how did that affect your business? And then what does it look like coming out of COVID um, in terms of growth? Sure. So COVID um, had a specific effect on grocery stores, uh, specifically with new products. Uh, grocery stores were focusing on keeping stocked on current products, so they weren't really taking meetings with right with uh, new vendors. Brands like That's us. right. Yep. To, to pitch a new product and, and introduce something new. They were more focused on, you know, toilet paper, water, keeping <laughs> right. the things they have right. in stock on the shelf. So uh, we had a, a slowdown of all grocery meetings. And so we took that time and money and, and, and kind of diverted it into digital sales and focusing on getting in front of the consumer as, as much as we could online. Yeah, that's amazing. And then are you guys fulfilling yourself? Like when you sell orders on your website, does it, does it, or do you have a co-packer or what does that look like? Yep. So on our website, we fulfill ourselves. We have a warehouse here in New Orleans. Got it. And on Amazon, they fulfill for yeah, us. Fulfilled so by we Amazon, ship, right. We ship weekly, um, weekly pallets to Amazon and they handle the fulfillment there. But everything on our website comes through us. That's awesome. Um, I always love to ask our audience, or our audience. I always love to ask our guests, like, what would be one or two of the biggest lessons learned, you know, in launching and growing a brand? I'd love to hear a couple from you in terms of building beyond the equator and, you know, getting it initially started till now. I mean, you've had some great success. You're not just selling your, your website, you're in some retail stores, you're shipping pallets to Amazon if everybody didn't pick up on that, not, you know, boxes. So, um, you know, what, what would be some, some advice you'd share with other entrepreneurs that are listening? Sure. I'd say the first thing um, that we've kind of learned the most from is to talk to talk to your customers and they'll tell you what they want and and what changes you need to be making. And they'll be very frank with you if you ask them, you know, you know, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Why are you buying our product? And, you know, what's preventing you from buying our product? So early on, we did a lot of in-store sampling uh, where we could see the customer's reaction. We could see their... Um, their response to the price point, to the taste, to the packaging. Uh, and that kind of influenced a lot of our decisions going from there. We can't do that now with, with COVID. So that's limited. Right. Um, I'm ready for that know, to come back though. <laughs> to talk to the customer directly, which is, which is the best way to get feedback. Totally. Hopefully that comes back soon. Yeah. Um, I think there might be a permanent shift away from, you know, personal interaction like that and getting, getting so close socially in a, in a grocery store or any kind right. of setting. So we'll see how it comes back. I'm sure it'll be slightly different. Um, but that was, that was kind of the, the, the thing we did that really steered us in the right direction as far as what do our consumers actually want? Cause in the end, that's what matters. Interesting. That's fascinating. Um, pretty exciting. And then, uh, on, on the line here, so you got chocolate, creamy, unsweetened, crunchy, et cetera. Like what are your top sellers? Like what's really, what's really moving right now? The the unsweetened is our best seller. Really, was, I wouldn't have picked that. that. <laughs> why is it? Yeah, was, any idea why it's the top seller? That's crazy. Uh, I think it. I think it's because of the the keto trend is big right now, and it has no added sugar. Ah, um, okay. Part of the, the keto diet. Um, so it was it was surprising to me. I mean, my favorite is the crunchy, and that's actually our 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 worst seller. <laughs> I wonder why. So it's, it's, you know, it's hard to tell what people are going to like. But, Isn't that uh, funny? They're all great for different reasons. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it's That's cool. Out. That's really good. Um, and excited for you. We got a lot of runway in front of you. Um, excited to see where your product goes. And get, you know, obviously, you're making your way in the stores, which is amazing. Share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, social, et cetera. Sure. So our website's beyondtheequator.com. 
uh, all the social media, so Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. We're, <laughs> we're on there at BT Equator. And, uh, and you can find us on Amazon. So search awesome. you know, Five Seed Butter or Beyond the Equator on there. And, and all of our products are up there as well. Pretty cool, Kevin. I'm excited for you. Love the brand um, and the product. Like I, I think it's pretty. I like the flavor profile. I love that you've also got the snack uh, piece for you know, like you said, the grab and go. And um, would love to have you back on down the road as you keep growing the brand. And I really appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely, I appreciate you having me. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. 